Welcome well, back we go. to the Hank Strange situation. There goes the Lifestyle of the Make sure you subscribe, it. thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified. We are live. Come on, let's do jazz hands, guys. Come on. Let's good. see those jazz, jazz hands. All right, there we go. Someone's got to mute their uh, thing over here. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 398 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Coming to you live from the uh, Gainesville studios for <laughs> Hank Strange. Uh, Lola, why are you showing me this thing? Why? Put that down. I, I know. I know what I have to do. Lola's messing around with my whiteboard over here. Stop messing around with it. So this is episode number 398 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Um, tonight's episode is uh, entitled, or titled, I shouldn't say entitled. That's a bad <laughs> word. Bad word. <laughs> titled GOA letter Trump needs to hear from you um, and I've got special guests here we've got Harrison from Harry's Holsters boom there hey he goes hey guys how you doing yes uh, a sponsor of the podcast we appreciate it Harry's Holsters uh, we also have Mr. Hootie Hoo hey hey he hey goes. he looks like he's in a dream like everything he's in, he's in some kind of yeah uh, I'm like I'm in the bedroom yeah. My I was going to say, you're in some kind of like model home or something like that. It looks all, you know, all beautiful and lovely. Nothing like what my bedroom looks like. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, very nice. We got Mr. Hootie Who. Uh, Harrison, I, I guess you've never met Hootie Who, right? I do not believe we've met. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. So Hootie Who, Harrison. Harrison, Hootie Who, people out there, what's going on with you guys? Uh, it seems like everyone, I don't know if you guys can see the chat, looks like everyone's uh, receiving us loud and clear out there, so that's a good thing. And uh, before we get into uh, everything here, I just wanted to uh, tell everyone, GOA came out with a letter that to send to Trump about the suppressor situation that's going on, asking him not to try to ban suppressors. Um, for what that uh, for what that's gonna do, I think uh, we should go out there and uh, try to send those in. Maybe show him that there's folks out there who care about the suppressor situation. I'm not saying that's gonna solve anything, but it's always a good thing to attempt, in my opinion. I don't know what you guys think about that. Any opinions here? Do you guys have suppressors? I do not. Oh. I have. Two sitting in the uh, safe of my local store since last July when I bought them, oh, wow. and I still haven't filled out the paperwork on them. Those are your first, your first cans. Yeah. Oh wow. I, I oh, would nice. probably have them back pretty soon if I'd have filled out the paperwork, but I've still got to get a trust together and do all that. I paid for them. They're sitting in the gun store safe. Oh, so you haven't? You've done no paperwork. They're just. <laughs> Okay, nice, nice one. Yeah, <laughs> get that, get the uh, trust stuff going. Make yeah. that happen. Um, I think they when they changed everything now, you have to put uh, do stuff for everyone on the trust. I guess so. Correct, and that's been part of the issue I've been trying to work through. I've gone through one attorney who, let's just say, he didn't hold up to his end of the bargain. I ended up getting a refund, and it's it's hard oh, to wow. find a trust attorney who doesn't seem like a snake oil salesman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Every, there's some online stuff that you could just do. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with the silencer shop uh, trust for mm -hmm. the time being. It's only going to be three cans on it. So worst case mm -hmm. scenario, I'm out 600 bucks. Yeah, yeah, you got to get up on that, Harrison. Come on now. Come on. So if you, if, if you guys out there want to um, send the letter, there is a link in the description here. 
hold on. Let me actually, um, let me get this link so I could put it in the chat right now. Where is it? I will throw it. Let's just get this, uh, this, this talking point out of the way before we go into everything. So basically here, let me see, I'll pull it up. This is what it looks like. So I'll, uh, I'll copy it. And it's, it just uh, talks about following a report that the killer in the Virginia Beach shooting used firearms, a firearm suppressor. President Trump has been considering banning what the media calls gun silencers. Uh, we need to warn him that if he bans suppressors, not only will he be waging war on the Second Amendment, he'll be waging war against his own political base. Please send our urgent pre-written letter to President Trump warning him not to ban firearm suppressors. So... I will, uh, I'll throw this link here in the chat for everyone who's in the chat. By the way, to all the folks out there, please don't forget to thumbs up, okay? You know, we need and appreciate the thumbs ups. The other thing I wanted to say, Harry's Holsters, as I said, does sponsor us. They, there's a code for Harry's Holsters, uh, Hank Strange, that gets you 10% off, right? Yep. Except for closeout stuff, I think? Uh, closeouts and hardware. It's on all normal holsters and uh, magazine carriers. All right, very cool, very cool. So that way, that way, Mister Hootie Who, I don't know you. I don't know if you have a guy that makes your host your Kydex holsters. So, um, I was on the chat in the. Uh, you you seem to like older guns. I remember you talking about a Smith and Wesson one night. You were on here on the chat, like a fifty nine oh six or. Yeah, yeah, I've got my fifty nine right here. That's the one I entered in the in the contest. Yeah, yeah. looking gun. Yeah. So he That's looks like a I young guy, but he's apparently a hundred years old. So <laughs> yeah. I'm old at heart. <laughs> yeah. What's up? There's some kind of um there's some kind of interference on your microphone, Hootie Who. On mine? Yeah. Just a little mm -hmm. bit on it. I don't know if you hear that, Harrison, or is that just me? I can hear it. You can't? Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, we'll give you a chance to uh, figure that out. So if you guys don't know uh, who Mr. Hootie Who is? I don't know either. I have no no idea. Go check. Go to YouTube. Put in Hootie Who. Just put it in as it's spelled, and you should you should be able to see it on there. <laughs> I see I see lots of familiar faces in the chat there. Yeah, I'm sure they know who you are. Lola gave me a note that uh, I should ask you who you are for the people who don't know, which is, you know. Um, <coughs> Yeah, so Lola says, uh, for those that don't know, hootie who, tell the folks what you do. Harrison also. So do you want? You know what? Let's start with Harrison. How about that? We'll start with Harrison. I, I know you're messing around with the microphone over there, hootie who, so we'll start with Harrison. I am a manufacturer of Kydex and Bolteron holsters, thermoformed gun accessories, essentially, and that's pretty much what I do every now and then I'll make some YouTube videos on, uh, guns and I'll do, I've got a lot on holsters and there's a lot coming on really deep diving into holsters, but I'm, I'm a holster geek. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. You do some, I, I like the videos you do, but I think you, for obviously, you know, you sell holsters, but you've got good videos for those. I always recommend that people go there and check and check it out. Do you have uh, videos for all the holsters that you're selling? Uh, I do not. And another thing is there's a lot of stuff that's going to be changing in the next two to three months. You're going to, I'm bringing on a lot of new equipment. Now's the downtime and kind of the holster selling season. 
now through about October. So there's going to be a lot of changes. And like mm-hmm. today I got your uh, Walther. I'm getting that dialed in. Oh, cool. Nice. There. And uh, I'm going to get so uh, Hank Strange is getting another holster sometime soon. Should I start getting excited or don't start getting excited? Yeah, but we might have to see about if Walter can get you a gun without a threaded barrel, though. Oh, man. (sighs) (laughs) Well, you know, um, if I have the choice personally of threaded or not threaded, I always choose threaded, but that's just me. Yeah, just the holster design for this one, it made more sense to go without the threaded holster barrel i've got another design coming out sometime hopefully this fall it might be beginning of next year though okay that'll accommodate threaded barrels comps those sort of accessories okay all right cool um actually tyvin show right now is asking uh he wants me to ask you harrison if you will make a holster for a silencer muzzle break that way i could switch at the range i so. think actually poltac has something like that and i i don't know i mean some of those suppressors can get up to like what 500 degrees or really hot and if you're wearing you can still take the can off if you're wearing the right gloves i mean wouldn't be comfortable you could still do that and i think coltac has something you can put on your belt that's yeah they do yeah i agree with that coltac has some good stuff uh let me just put this here before i let hootie who explain who he is to the folks the adventure cowboys joining us Shout out to Clayton out there. We were just talking about him uh, behind the scenes. He says, Hootie Hoo, don't let them razz you for liking old guns. I mean, you know the guns I'm into. Yeah, Clayton is into, uh, he's not into old guns. He's into ancient guns. Ancient. You know, he's like the, the guns the mummies used, huh? He's into the fun stuff. Yeah, no, I'm just teasing him. But, you know, so shout out shout out to him. I haven't seen him out there in a while. Hootie Hoo, do you want to explain, do you want to answer Clayton there and then explain to the folks who you are and what you do? Yeah, can you guys hear me all right? Uh, yeah, I can. How about you, Harrison? I think my I can, I can hear you now. Was on Fritz. Oh, okay. All right. But, yeah, Adventure Cowboy, he's got all the old school stuff. A lot of stuff from Cimarron and stuff like that. Stuff that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I had a good time at their booth uh, at the NRA show. But Hootie Who is, is a YouTube channel, Instagram and all that. Guy stuff, most of it ends up being gun videos. But yeah. All right. So there you go. So make sure that you uh, check out Hootie Who as well as Harry's Holsters. They both have YouTube channels. Check them out, subscribe, ring the bell so you can be notified when they put up stuff. Uh, what I like that Hootie Who does is he does the he shoots the plates. I like it. I'm trying to figure out a way to steal it, but put my own steal twist it. on it so that he doesn't sue me for trademark infringement. Uh, the, there there have been a couple YouTube channels. <laughs> a couple YouTube channels have blown up from zero subscribers to thirty thousand just doing one paper plate video copying it. So really. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If only I could do that. Uh, if, I, if I could just do that, like with my, I have my, uh, I'm doing a separate YouTube channel for the car stuff. I put some of the car yeah. stuff on Hank Strange. Um, yeah, that's really tough to uh, to get that going. Maybe I should line up a bunch of cars and see how many cars I should could shoot through. You think that would be too expensive or something? 
might get you gotta figure out what caliber like a 20 yeah. millimeter <laughs> it's gonna have to be stuff. something big <laughs> that sounds like something even walter might have a hard time getting his hands on yeah yeah it's gonna have to be big well we could definitely shoot through one car but it's, i don't listen i probably would get car doors that might be cool I was thinking about that. You know that, what you actually. should do? You know those little battery-powered smart cars like the Nissan Leaf or whatever they're mm -hmm. called? Mm -hmm. Get a bunch of those and see how many it can go through there and then get like real American <laughs> still V8s and oh, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you guys win the lottery, someone is going to send me a check. <laughs> my daily driver, Ford Ranger, it's got about 20 bullet holes in it. I've done a couple <laughs> videos shooting my pickup, the one I drive. Oh, okay. Where did yeah. you shoot it though? Yeah, yeah, in the bed. In the bed. Okay, see that's. Yeah. But another series I I'll probably do is if you're inside the car door and you just shoot through the car door, mm -hmm. how big a pistol do you have to have? I think that'd be a good video. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It depends on what part of the car door you hit though. So. <laughs> uh -huh. It does. It does. And what uh, what all? I mean, with the whole car, it depends where you, where you shoot through the car. So there you go. Oh, Robert Caston the third. Let me see. He has a. Is that the third? It looks like. Is it the third or the fourth? It looks like the third, fourth one of those. He says Hot Wheels. That's a good idea. Except here's my problem. I really, really like Hot Wheels. So I don't even take. I don't even take Hot Wheels out of the. Look, like I got these Hot Wheels the last time I went to SEMA show. And I don't even take those out of the boxes. So that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. I got to try to figure that out. I was going to do uh, phone books, man, but, you know, people don't have phone books anymore. Can't get them. Yeah, apparently that's uh, disappeared. It's gone away. So, all right. So, so listen. They're encyclopedias. Encyclopedias? Okay. Dictionaries. Yeah, yeah, like a garage sale or something, you might, you might get some encyclopedias. So, see, I still would have that problem. I would have a tough time shooting through the encyclopedias. I just, you know what? We, you know what? Actually, would be good. Bills in Congress. You know, get the bills in Congress, print it out, and see how many congressional bills can you shoot through. You can use that one for free, Hootie Who. I'll do it. You're welcome. By the way, when you hit a million subscribers, at least I just want a shout out. That's it. So and, uh, uh, Rolls Royce, maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Are you that close? Not not quite that close. No, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. It could be done. It could be done. Who knows what video you have coming out? Uh, so sh listen, shout out to everyone out there. Like I said, please don't forget to smash the thumbs ups. We've got over 100 people watching. We don't have everyone thumbs upping. If you hate us, thumbs down is fine. Whatever. I don't care. Um, if you want shout outs and stuff like that, let me know. Um, there's several things I want to get into with these guys. I did mention that the GOA has, um, they have a, uh, like an easy letter that you guys, it's basically a form you guys go there and fill out and it'll send a letter to, to the president. I'm going to encourage everyone to go do that. I think this is just one of the things we should do. We should do a whole, uh, a bunch of different things about uh, about the threats that are to, against suppressors. But uh, this is one of the things that we can do. So please do that. We got to get Hootie Who to get up on some suppressors. I'm not really sure what what's uh, going on. Why? Well, how come you don't have suppressors, man? What's the deal with that? Because I'm poor. That's about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> suppressors yeah. are. 
and it's, it's an expensive game to get into. Yeah. When you start looking at 200 bucks for each one and then you're waiting mm-hmm. a year or more, I think right now it's 12 to 14 months. Yeah, it's the price of the suppressor, then the 200 bucks, then you're waiting. I don't know what this news is doing to the suppressor world right now. I don't know if that's upping sales or what's going on there. I, I really don't think it's affecting it much. No? Okay. I know the wait time came down. You're saying the wait time went up now? It came down. I've before. heard it's around 12 to 14 months. I know there's guys, they, my shop started getting uh, suppressors june there was a there's an atf like when does your sot expire um is it middle of june could be it's a certain is it july something like that yeah they said they 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 waited till that date because apparently Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not a uh amortized renewal Mm -hmm. so you know if you if you have it for a month you still have to pay the full fee and then Mm -hmm. renew it pay the full fee again right so waited for that date and Put it this way: A lot of people bought suppressors the week after, and nobody still has their uh, tax stamps back. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to check on that. Um, check and see what's yeah. going. June. It's June. Okay. Lola says it's June. All right. So there you go. Um, but listen, Hootie Who, you got to get something. I say get a. Sometimes there's deals out there, and I know that we we post those whenever we can. Twenty twos are always the most affordable ones to get into. But sometimes you can get like a two two three really cheap, something like well, that. The, you know, the twenty twos are honestly probably the most fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, without but, <laughs> without a doubt. But when you attach that two hundred bucks, though, like think about it, we'd be buying twenty two cans for fifty bucks. Yeah. But when you have two hundred dollar tax stamp and serialized part attached to it, you might as well spend four or five hundred bucks and get the best thing you can. True. True. Uh, CB says he bought. Uh, he says I bought mine two weeks before. Uh, shooting, my weight estimate was 10 months. Mm. Okay, so that's that's gone up. The last time I really looked at it, it was like around six months. I know that it was a year or over a year before, and then it came back down, so that's interesting. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that and see where that goes from here. Uh, let me see. There's a couple of other things. What did I want to tell you guys? Oh, by the way, um, so Franklin Armory sponsors us, as you guys know, and they have a code. They have a code, Hank10, gets you 10% off, Franklin Armory. I think there's Father's Day stuff coming up. That's one thing. Uh, one of the things I want to talk to you guys about. I don't know, are you having any Father's Day uh, sales over at uh, Harry's Holsters? Uh, not this year. Okay. So. Yeah, well, uh, you guys can use the Hank Strange code then. Hank Strange 10 if they want to get a Father's got. Day gift yeah. for themselves or a loved one. Yeah, or me. Or me. Just, uh, you know. Get me a gift. Give me a gift card <laughs> at Harry's Holsters. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, let's see. What should we? What should we get into? Do you guys have anything that you want to say about this whole suppressor thing? I don't know. You. I know you're not interested in it, Hootie Hoo, but or you don't have any yet. Are do you, Are you interested in what's going I'm on? With, I have. Okay. I have friends that have suppressors, and I always have a hoop shooting them. But yeah. Oh, well, if you got friends that have suppressors, that's like you having them. Yeah, pretty much. That's all you need right there, man. You know? It's be- it's like with boats. It's better to have a friend who owns a boat than for you to have a boat. That's true. That's yeah. very true. No? I think the, I, I'll say I'll say this with the suppressors. I think the thing is, Trump made a statement on an interview about nothing, something he clearly knows nothing about. Mm-hmm. 
And the question is, are the is the political forces that be going to bring that conversation up at a later date? And then we have to worry about him doubling down mm-hmm. or is it just going to die off into some obscurity and we're not going to hear it again? Hmm. I, I don't know. What do you th- what do you think about that? Hootie who do you think? Uh, I think there's two things in there. Does Trump not know anything about it? Um, you know, is it going to die down? You know, I don't have a clue. No? This, this, this will probably upset a lot of people in the gun world, but mm-hmm. I completely do not pay attention to any politics whatsoever. OK. All right. That's fine. I'm, yeah. I do my thing in the hills of Tennessee and. Mm-hmm. Happens, happens. That's oh, okay. My... Yeah, yeah. That, the I'll last just... place you think they're going is the hills, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll just say this. Every politician probably has about two things they know about pretty well mm-hmm. as far as policy. And when we hear them talking about guns, realize for everything else, they have the same amount of knowledge on everything else mm-hmm. they have about guns. And they're mm-hmm. making our laws on all that. So Yeah. That's unfortunate that they do that. So here's the thing that I think. Like, how can he – I agree with you that he cannot know, but how can he not know about suppressors when his son is really big into suppressors, right? Junior was hanging out with the people from Silence That's Rico. a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. You, do you remember uh, that? Like, before the election, Junior was hanging out with Silence Co., making pro-Trump uh, videos and stuff like that? He's going that? on uh, hunts with uh, – Kevin Brittingham, the owner of Q. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you you dig more into Don Jr. and his dad, the relationship may not be as close as it appears on camera. Okay. There were years where he didn't even speak to his father. Oh, maybe Don Jr. should run then. How about that? Maybe. (laughs) There there were years where he didn't speak to his father, and I think it's one of those things where, like, I love my dad to death, Mm -hmm. and – he owns guns and he's more or less pro second amendment. Mm-hmm. But for the average person, it's really not a sticking point. And if they were trying to get something done in office, they could look at it as a bargaining chip. Yeah. But how about just making Don Jr. the guns are or something like that? You know, how about appointing him to the ATF instead of the knucklehead that he wants to appoint to the ATF? Cause then who's going to run his businesses? Uh, well, yeah. I uh, I'm not so concerned about the businesses, but I do I do but, care yeah. about the gun thing. No, yeah, I understand that. And then so the other thing is whether or not this will just disappear into the ether, and the media and everyone else is going to forget about the suppressor thing and leave it alone. My, my the thing about that that I worry about is uh, we were talking about it yesterday with Mac um, about the uh, there was a case that came up to the Supreme Court. And they didn't take it, and the Trump administration uh, petitioned for them not to take up that case. Obviously, uh, you know, my point on that, the Supreme Court does not take up a lot of cases. They don't want to get into that. They're shying away from Second Amendment stuff right now. But the Trump administration did advise them for some reason to not take it up. So um, there, may be, there may be a little bit more going on there. So Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, uh, what is this? Uh, Timmy BMN says, hey, hootie who? I, I, I hope you're seeing all those folks out there, hootie who, yeah, that are shouting. That's a, fr- that's a friend of mine. Okay. Yeah, and Mike Half Moon Mullins, <laughs> Mike Half Moon Mullins, <laughs> says, Mr. Uh, hootie who, I'm with you, buddy. I'm not really a fan of suppressors myself. 
So I don't know if you said that you're not a fan. I think you said you I'm just a fan don't, of Yeah, you said you just don't get caught up in politics and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you could buy suppressors at Walmart, I would probably have twenty of them. Okay. <laughs> I don't have time to go figure out what I need to do, and I pay the money and the way. I don't have the patience. Right. Oh, okay. Now, do you vote? Oh yeah, I vote. Okay, but you just don't spend a lot of time looking at the politics and stuff like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Your life is much more productive that way. Well, it's definitely less stressful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the politicians spend a lot of time trying to get our attention, for sure. You know, so I understand why some people kind of like, uh, you know, just tune them out. You know, so let's see here. Huh? This, this is the way I see it. Everything is black and white. Mm -hmm. And 99% of the time, I'm not going to be able to prove my point to you, and that's a waste mm -hmm. of my time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I'm see. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're talking about like having conversations with family members, friends, and all that kind of stuff about that. Yeah. Okay. Understood. Um, yeah. Here's my thing. I just shout him down. That's how we do it in my family. He who shouts loudest is right. That's the general philosophy. <laughs> if somebody doesn't have a flexible mind to a degree, or at least isn't open-minded, mm -hmm. I try to avoid spending time around them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. I want to, I'm trying to see if there's, uh, if anyone has any kind of like comments on this whole thing before we move on from it here, you know, we'll get into some other stuff. Uh, I'm sure you guys have guns and stuff like that to show us, right? I don't know if, uh, I don't know if, uh, let's see. What do you got? What do you got there, man? Let's see what Harrison Simple has. Glock 48. It is hot. Uh, Ameriglow to four sights. Two-tone. No other, uh, yeah. No okay. other modifications. Okay. Do you like that, uh, that silver slide? Uh, it doesn't bother me as much as it did, but I'd rather have something else. I'd rather see it with a slicker finish if it's going to be that silver color. I'd rather see a stainless color, color slide. Okay. Eventually, right now, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to put a, uh, Trujicon RMR and a Duke defense mount or have this milled for an aim point acro. I'm not sure what I want to do yet. Okay. All right. And then do the, I know someone's going to ask this. Do you have the holsters that you can use an RMR with? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I've got one of those in my back. I'm wearing a prototype holster. I can't really show right now. So. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> do you have any, do you have some holsters that you can show? I know the last time you were on, we didn't get a chance to talk holsters yes. at all. So, uh, uh, Chris Blake says uh, suppressors. I would own several if they weren't a so expensive and b taxed on top of that. I think honestly, that's what a lot of people feel about it. Here's the thing for me with suppressors. When I first got into guns, I thought, nah, suppressors is too much hassle. Once you do the first one, it's very addictive. I just gotta say that. It's like tattoos, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Once you do the first one, like, oh. You get get a twenty two suppressor. Put that on the twenty. Uh, everyone has twenty twos out there. Uh, put that on some of your twenty twos. You go. Oh, I think I want to shoot suppressors on everything. So let's see what you got there, Harrison. Here is an executive single clip with a set up for appendix carry. It's got a single clip claw wedge on the back of it, and as you can see, it is cut for an RMR. 
Nice. So, okay. This, All right. Hole straight. This is my uh, my truck gun right here. Okay. Cool. Uh, so what did you put together here? A pistol, AR pistol. Yep. This is an AR pistol. It's an Air Precision 10.5. And it's got a streamlight, uh, you know, thousand lumen. I'm not sure what the exact model is. Okay. It has a cloud defense, pressure switch pad. Okay, Sig cool. Romeo Five uh, Mega Arms Rail, which is now Zebtech. I got that for a killer deal when they rebranded. Embus uh, Pros on it, a law holder, so gets pretty compact if it needs to. Okay, and then cool. SB whatever brace they're calling yeah one of the one of the many varieties of sb tactical brace yeah looks good all right Uh, very nice do you um i'm just wondering here do you have a holster for that no but i actually kind of want to make a vehicle now that could fit a uh safari land okay so if somebody wanted to not saying it'd be a smart idea they could take the safari land fork system and put it on a thigh rig (laughs) but (laughs) but you're not getting into that (laughs) i wouldn't endorse it i'll just put it that way see look man i've I've got my i've got my hair i'll show my uh here's my ar pistol right there from the farm gun works that's what the lower is i've got a bunch of gun tech parts on it sb tactical uh the retractable brace and all that hair on it uses uses the glock magazines you know that is and I think I need I think I need a holster for this, man. I think I need a holster for this thing. I yeah. wonder how the problem with those that you run into is there's so many people making those pistol magwell guns. Mm-hmm. I doubt like if I were to make something for this, it'd be a standard mil spec forged lower receiver is what I'd base everything off of. Mm-hmm. That all those are billet, and there's so many different uh, designs. There are, yeah. There's a lot. It'd be hard to get the compatibility. Yeah, um, and it's it's tough to even find uh, find them that you get last round bolt hold open and all that kind of stuff. This one gets it. It's a lot of different things that you can do to get that going. So yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. okay. Hootie who? Um, Vash Matrix says uh, hi. Hootie who? Didn't know you were here. You should be in the title. I know we didn't put Hootie who in the title. Uh, we should have. We probably would have like a thousand people watching us right now. But I don't know about a thousand. We're glad for the people who are watching. So shout out to uh, Vash Matrix out there. Um, Hootie Who, do you have any um, pistol ARs? Uh, I've got two 9mm. Oh, two. Hold Next on, let's see. So how far back do I need to stand back from the camera um, here? We could, eh. This you're is good, a you're good there. G with a 9mm upper. You can see that. Full length barrel. This is the one. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it takes P mags, has the little nine millimeter conversion in it. It's pretty slick. Oh, wait. Oh. So it's a P mag that's converts. That's yeah. converted the P- that converts. It's called the P- a. It's called a nine arc mag. So you I've never seen P-mag. one of those. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I've never seen it. So how can we get a closer look at that mag? How does that work? Yeah. So. You can buy the magazines, obviously, or if you have a bunch of P-Mags, you just get the guts and put oh, it in there. Oh, so out. the follower, it just changes the follower. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
That's pretty slick. And wh- who is that from? CMMG. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never, yeah. um, where did, where did, uh, yeah, did you ever hear of that, Harrison? I have never heard of that, but CMMG makes a lot of cool little stuff for the uh, pistol, like their Banshee system now. And isn't that available in 9mm, 10mm, and 40 and 45, like a lot of... Yeah, but this one, I guess I should have further explained this. This upper from CMMG will mount directly onto your AR lower. So that's the cool thing about it. And using it, it, mags. Do you need, will those mags run with any nine millimeter upper or do you, is there some special geometry in the feed ramp or something on the CMMG stuff to make that work? I don't have a clue. <laughs> that's a good I answer. Just, <laughs> I honestly don't know. I can't answer either way. Oh, okay. It works this one. Okay. So yeah. So that upper. All right. So that's the thing with that upper, right? That upper is a CMMG, and then you can use the CMMG. You can use a regular AR lower and the CMMG uh, magazines, or you could just get the followers separately. You're saying, and then take those out of your magazines and put it in. Yep. Okay. That's cool. I need to look into that actually. I'm pretty sure you got to have the CMMG upper as well. But right. Huh. Okay. Yeah. No, that's interesting. We got to look that up. Um, we got to p- probably look that up. What's the other? What's the other um, uh, pistol caliber carbine you got there? Uh, you got to have the high point too. Yes. So. Look at that. Have you had any issues with the uh, with the furniture on that? On the high point or the CMG? Yeah. On the high point. No. Yeah. Which which high point is that? A nine millimeter? Yeah, this is the nine millimeter. Okay, okay. Go ahead. What was your question, Harrison? Or I was gonna say my buddy has one of those, and believe it or not, we shot like only a hundred rounds through it. Or after fifty rounds, the sight front sight post started shaking loose, and the gun ran. The gun would keep running, but you couldn't hit anything with the sights. You were better off just trying to hold it and. Okay. Yeah, still and that might hard. have um. What so was there a way to uh was was there a way to, like uh lock in the sight the front sights or no? It looks like the front sights are held on by some Allen screws in the okay. yeah yeah. All the all the screws in the threads just started uh the screws started backing out the threads. Really, that's all it was. Okay. <laughs> it was it was funny to see though because the. Yeah, Rarely do you see that happen on a gun before the gun stops working, at least in my experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, well, I, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I know we have a 10 millimeter one and we put more than 50 rounds through it. I, I didn't see anything like that, not yet. But we're going to probably take off the furniture that's on there and, uh, and turn that into something different. So can that's I what take we're a guess? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's see if we'll pop. <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe so, maybe so. Have you seen any um have you seen any damage to that one, Hootie Hoo? How many rounds do you have through it? Uh this high point one I just got oh maybe two months ago and I probably only have like two hundred rounds through it, but I haven't had any problems out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I see you've got some twenty twos lying back there on your bed against your bed. Uh, yeah, those are not twenty twos. Uh, this is where. So, so if you're like, if you're one of those people out there when Hootie Who says, uh, 
uh, I don't have the money for suppressors. You know where that money is going, right? You know, we're going to see it. We're going to see it today. <laughs> we're going to see where all his suppressor money goes. There's a Barrett right there. I mean, <laughs> those are pretty cheap, though. And then... uh you got to show it to us. You can't just... Uh... Well, I mean... Okay, hold on. What's going on here? Did he freeze? Or is that... 99. Okay. This is an M99. It's a single shot. But, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty slick. I, I like to shoot it. Yeah. Look at that muzzle device right the, there. It's a freaking tank. Barrett muzzle brake. Yeah. What optic do you have on there? You know what? This is a uh, a ninety nine dollar <laughs> The rings are Barrett rings. It costs two hundred bucks, but I have a dollar scope on it, and yeah, it's going about fifty rounds, no problems. It's still sighted in. So that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's apparently testing out this ninety nine dollar optic on there. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They sent me one of those. What happened was mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about, you know, everything I do is cheap stuff. All my deer rifles have fifty dollar Walmart scopes on them. Mm-hmm. When I went to the, they actually make Barrett's just up the street from me. When I went there and bought the rings, they said you have to have a thirty millimeter scope. Well, the only thirty millimeter scope I had was that one that Pinty happened to have sent to me like two weeks prior. So I slapped it on there, and. I figured I'd take it off if it breaks and it hasn't broke. So. No, that's good. I think it's a good thing that you're doing that, you know. Um, that way we could see how long that uh, that lasts. So Barrett's right up the street. Are you getting these at um, some kind of special pricing, some kind of Moody uh, no. Who pricing or something? What's going- I, I actually went to their storefront and bought like 400 rounds of ammo, and the salesman said, did you buy a gun? I said, yeah, from my gun dealer. He sold it to me quite a bit cheaper than you guys do. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. You mean there's no like factory blims or anything they're blowing out? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be. You know, everyone, everyone is. Uh, there's a bunch of deals you can get on AR-15s. There has to be some deals on the Barrett, no? Not that I've seen. Can we get a hootie who code? That would be awesome. <laughs> I would. Love that. I will. I will see if I can make that happen. Yes, <laughs> please do, and then let us know how that goes. So what was the? Are we not gonna see the other one right now? Are you waiting? You holding that one? Yeah, this is my favorite, and this is a. I would say that I I even like this setup better, but this is a. Savage one ten ba stealth. Mm. And BA stealth and what what caliber is that? Three thirty eight Lapua Magnum. Oh okay. Yeah. So this yeah. ammo actually costs more than the fifty BMG ammo. Yeah. But is uh, so was that gun expensive or? Uh, it's about half the price of the Barrett, if you know how much those cost. But. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, those are a little under two grand, right? I think yeah. based. I, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. I saw Gun Prime actually has a deal on a Savage B. I don't know if it's still there. I know they had it yesterday, so I don't know if Gun Prime still has it. But they had some of those um, those Savages. Yeah. Are, are you guys familiar with the 510 Whisper? No. No, I've n- I've never shot it for sure. I think I've heard of it, but never shot it. To blend this all together, it's a 338 Lapua case cut down to accept 50 caliber. Mm. Wow. And it's subsonic. So 
put a suppressor on it, and I'm sure that would be a very fun uh, gun to have some to mess with. A subsonic, you know, 660 gram bullet. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You're shooting those big bores, man. You got to get a suppressor. You got to get a big bore suppressor. Now. Yeah. They, both of those obviously have threaded barrels, but this is not a $99 scope. This is a Nikon Black Force 1000, and the, it's unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Do you reload? I do not. I save brass and give it to my friends who do reload, but I don't reload. Well, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way you go okay uh mike half moon says uh hootie who needs to get a code needs a code for kimber so there you go that'd be nice too yeah just let hootie who know all the codes you want him to get uh and you know maybe we'll get one or two codes you know we'll make actually, that happen i took that 50 bmg deer hunting last year and i got scratches all over i'm kind of disappointed in getting it scratched but i took it hunting a lot yeah um, did you thing uh, with it no, every time I took that, I didn't see any deer. I did take a deer with the 450 Bushmaster, though. That's still a big bullet. Yeah. Where, where would you be aiming if you took the 50? Would you go for the head? or I mean, because that'd probably destroy a lot of the meat. It depends on the distance. I mean, if it was within 100 yards, I'd probably go for a headshot. But past that, I'd probably just blow the shoulder out. What, what, uh, di what distance have you shot it at? What's the furthest you've taken it out to? The 50? Yeah. Up until last Saturday, 25 yards, only shooting it for YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. But this past Saturday, I shot it at 200 yards. Okay. Okay. So that, that $99 scope only has nine power zoom, too. So. Oh, okay. Do you guys know the, uh, what is it, the turn screw 50s that they're like 1200 bucks, and you, you like thread in an insert to yeah. chamber and unthreaded serbus yeah yep yeah B, i think is what they call it yeah my buddy there was one up in the gun store used and that gun has been in there like four times and it comes in every three <laughs> months because somebody buys it why shoots it mm -hmm. realizes it's really expensive to shoot and they don't really have anywhere to shoot it so they shoot it once at 25 yards or whatnot and then three months later it's sitting yep. back up in there on consignment Oh, and I okay. talked my buddy out of buying it, thankfully. If you're going to get a 50, don't get that. Yeah. there's You've got some options out there. And I'm not trying to say you have to go get like a Safety Harbor uh, Bolt Action 50. There's a bunch of different things. But I don't know what you're actually going to do with uh, a yep. – so, uh, if you want to have a 50 and shoot it, but you're not really planning on doing anything with it, maybe that's fine. But, I did um, a Safety Harbor, but that was when they – weren't selling them so i just went and got the barrett mm -hmm. and i literally got the barrett just to make youtube videos oh, okay no that's good i don't think there's anything wrong with the barrett at all you know good tack um, right off yeah yeah and that and that's going to be more functional though that's the thing that i'm saying i think that's a more functional uh gun for you let me uh go to this because lola texted me here let me see if i could pop this up on the screen here let me see if i could do this so she says gun prime has uh here we go gun prime has the savage arms model 110 300 winchester magnum stealth bolt action rifle for 798 originally 1179 has a 24 inch threaded barrel m-lock end, scope rail monolithic chassis fab defense glr 16 adjustable stock and five round magazine here and uh, so i think that's that's the wind mag. 
the Lapua, they pretty much double the price. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's everywhere. Yeah, this but is yeah, probably what I was thinking about right here. Yeah. I'd love to yeah, have the, the wind yeah, is a long. Yeah. I'm sorry, go the ahead. Wind mag, the wind mag is just a long action, so that's pretty standard, whereas that three thirty eight is its own action mm -hmm. altogether. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. If anyone's interested in that, Lola Lola will have a, a link or something she could send to you guys if you're interested in that one. Yeah, so that's not the one that you have, that's what you're saying. Oh, it's the same gun, just a different caliber. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. a sweet rifle. Right. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Billy Phoenix says, Hootie Who shot a black butterfly, 700 grainer, if memory serves me right, from one of his big bores. That's a, that was a 45-70 lever gun, a 600 yeah. aim bullets. Yeah, yeah. My, my shoulder still hurts, yeah. and that was like four weeks ago. Oh, you okay. said 680 grain bullets? 600 grain. 600. I just picked one. I just picked up a 4570 less than a week ago, last Friday. So mm -hmm. I still haven't shot or gotten ammo Let's for it. it. What kind did you get? Is it a Henry or a Marlin? Or I got the Marlin and I got a Davidson's gun because I didn't wasn't really sure with Freedom Group being behind it how the warranty would go so oh and my shop has sent quite a few of those guns back for warranty unfortunately mm -hmm. so it's a davidson's gun so i'm covered there but it's the uh S sbl or slb the stainless steel one mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah. what i have marlin and yeah it beats your shoulder up yeah so what do you so uh, i know that i don't think they have 4570 yet by the way shout out to paul at gunstreamer i see him there in the background if you got if you're not on gunstreamer you need to get up on there i don't know if you're up on that yet harrison Did i you think i am you put your youtube what about you who do you yeah i joined it after i saw you talking about it probably about a month ago i joined okay sweet sweet how's that working out yeah it's all right Okay, cool. If you have any issues, let me know. I know those guys over at Gunstreamer. So, and then we've got one in here right now for everyone. I'm trying to get every people to get used to Gunstreamer so that when we get when YouTube comes comes and smacks us upside the head, people are ready. You know, they're already prepared to uh, go over there. Here's what I wanted to ask you though. So you, we're talking about these. Um, did you see the uh, Henry side loading lever action? I think they've got like thirty thirty and some other yes. weird weird calibers. Did you check that out at NRA? I saw him there, yeah. What do you think? I, I would trade my Marlin for, for a Henry anytime if anyone really? wants to swap. I've shot the that? Henry 70. Okay. I shot Henry 4570 all mm. weather, and it was just the action was just smooth. Marlin's mm. kind of clunky, and it really hurts my shoulder. But. Okay. All right. Yeah, I've got the, uh, for the uh, all weather. So I also have one of those side loading Henrys I need to do a video on. So. Sweet. Yeah, I need to make that happen. See, if you could just like teleport over here, man, get that get that video done, you know? We could do a collabo. I'll come down. <laughs> yeah, we we'll we'll make it happen. Uh what do you have you are you um is that a reason why Harrison you wouldn't get into the Henrys cuz it didn't have the side loading? Do you care about that or you just like Marlin better? That was one of it, and I'll be completely honest, it's going to sound crazy, mm -hmm. but I liked the gun mostly because of jurassic park with chris pratt oh yeah the new jurassic yeah, yeah, park yeah the first one <laughs> uh, did he, i don't know if he did he have it in all of the move in both of those movies he's had it in both of them okay mm -hmm. or 
Yeah, I think he's had it in both of them. And then the uh, what is it? The Kingsman, the second Kingsman movie. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum had one, and I just it's a cool looking gun. And I'm gonna actually put a uh, Silencer Co. Hybrid on the front of it. So okay, I want to get some really heavy 4570 with that subsonic rounds. That should be fun. Okay. All right. I didn't even know I didn't even know what 4570 was, but I was in a Walmart and they had clearance prices. It said 4570 <laughs> and it was $300. I looked it up online, saw that was half off, so I called my wife to care if I buy a half off gun. She said, "Wow, the Marlin was was uh, 300 bucks?" Yeah. Oh. The Marlin 1895. They normally run about 600 bucks, 700 yeah, bucks. That's not bad. And, and they're not always the easiest to get a hold of, like the SLB or the stainless version. Yeah. That's been allocated for like 18 months. Wow. It's hard for distributors to get those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got lucky. You got lucky there, man. That's yeah. good. That's good. There's a bunch of people throwing up uh, different calibers that uh, that they're into. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm just trying to see if I'm missing any comments. There's lots of comments going by. Listen, all the Hootie Who people, thumbs up right now. All the Harry's Holsters people, yes. thumbs up right now. You know, let's get let's get the thumbs ups to like a hundred. We got Hootie Who in here. You know, let's make that happen. We got a bunch of people hanging out with us in here. Let's get that. Uh, uh, Poe Izzy <laughs> says ten millimeter cowboy rifle. <laughs> you know what? I wonder if all the the ten millimeter fans. I don't know if you're a ten millimeter fan or not, Harrison. I wonder if all the 10 millimeter fans out there are really gonna buy these 10 millimeter guns that they're calling for. I love 10 millimeter, and I'd like to have a uh, 10 millimeter MP5. But uh, you know what? Okay, you know, no, all kidding aside, that sounds good. <laughs> that that would be cool. But yeah. I think with 10 millimeter, it's one of those things everybody wants them. But it doesn't fit into that part of the budget where people can actually make it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you know? why that's why I thought the high point was cool, man. I mean, you can get that for like 150 bucks. Yeah, and the high, high point's point been selling the heck out of those. Yeah. Oh, they have. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. You know who else could probably sell the heck out of is Ruger. If they made their Ruger PCC mm-hmm. in 10 millimeter at that 550 dollar price point, it's at. Mm-hmm. I think that would sell really well. Yeah. You know, so like for that for that uh high point, there's only that there's only the bullpup kit that I've seen, right? Is there another kit for the high point carbines? Do you know Hootie Who? I don't know. You're probably not into putting kits on there. That costs money and I'm and I'm broke, man. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Listen, you gotta make more moonshine. Uh, I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get the moonshine game up. Uh, moonshine's still illegal though, right? Is it illegal or is it legal now? If you have a liquor license and all that, <laughs> it's legal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fine. <laughs> yeah. Was there, were there any other kits, Harrison, other than the bullpup kits? Uh, not that I'm. I, I really don't look into that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. As much as I'd yeah. like to. Yeah. I guess you know what. A long time ago, there, there were more companies that made kits, but there's not as many companies now making kits for things. I, I really think the market's moving outside of the AR stuff. I think it's moving, and even somewhat within the AR stuff, it's moving more towards a complete package. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So uh, BWE Firearms, Richard, that comes on the show here, he says he shot a 10mm MP5 full auto and he wasn't impressed. But I, you know, this is Richard we're talking about, so he's a little bit jaded. He's a little bit jaded. He shoots a lot of full auto stuff. Uh, Richard, I would have to test that 10 millimeter full auto MP5 my own self. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And again, the 10 millimeter MP5. The only reason I'd want that is because I remember when I was younger, I used to play this Ray, Tom Clancy Rainbow Six video game. Mm-hmm. That was one of the guns. Oh, okay, okay. So that's not so. So there are there are some of those out there then. Very limited amount. I think they were made. They were made for some sort of U.S. law enforcement, mm-hmm. in very limited numbers, and they had a bunch of issues. I think. Okay. I know. Oh. Oh. Sorry about Uh-oh. that. No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so Billy Phoenix, hold on a second. Let me see. Let me just. Uh, so Billy Phoenix says this. He's asking this question. You could probably chime in on this as well, Adam. Um, he says, Hank, did you solve the cheek cheek piece? On your 10 millimeter high point carbine. So, do you know what he's talking about there? Like, there's that, there's that cheek piece that pinches your cheek. Do you have that issue? I don't have that issue. I mean, there's the cheek piece. What is it doing? It's like that rubber on there is too sticky. Do you have that super sticky rubber uh, pad thing on there? It's plastic. The oh, so that's just like a hard plastic. Yeah, this one. Yeah. So on the 10 millimeter, there is, um, there's this rubber cheek pad thing. Hmm. And um, it's, it's so rubbery that it grabs onto like the hairs on your chin and stuff like that and pulls it a little bit. So no, I haven't solved it yet, but I, I'm not really messing with it because we are going to put a kit on there. I'm going to do um, actually several things to it that we're working on. Actually, I'm waiting for Walter to come back and uh, some other things to happen so we're going to modify the living crap out of that by the way so and then we will share it with you guys you know did you uh you look like you were going to pull up another gun here man well you mentioned uh well hold on first five seconds mm-hmm. there's my marlin 4570 all right nice nice let's see i've actually got a, a stierka red dot on it right now okay but I took that. Hold it up so we can see. We didn't get a good look at it. Oh, man. I said five seconds. Oh, okay. We only get five seconds. All right. Fine. That's that's my Marlin. It's 1895, if you're not familiar. But these pads are almost non existent. And if you're shooting a round that has some power, which is most of them, Mm -hmm. you're going to get hurt. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, were you going to show us something else? Is that why we were only getting five seconds? You mentioned uh, mm-hmm. the cheek pad on that one. This is a, a sister to the forty-five seventy. This is a four fifty-eight pump. This one right here always pulls a hair out of my beard. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is another CMMG. But this one, you know what a four fifty-eight SOCOM is? It's it's pretty much a forty-five seventy in an okay. AR. All right. Um, actually, I know that we did a 450 Bushmaster pistol. I think that video's that video is going to be coming out soon because I know I finished editing it. Um, Lola probably has it up on Patreon or something like that right now. But <laughs> that was pretty bodacious, actually. <laughs> yeah. I like the 450 Bushmaster too. 
Yeah, that was my first time. That was my first time doing uh, an AR pistol like that. You know, I've done like the nine millimeter one, like the one I have here. But we made we made a four fifty Bushmaster. So if you got you guys will see that coming out soon. I know you've shot four fifty Bushmaster stuff because I've seen it on your channel. Yeah. So how was the concussion on a barrel that short with that kind of round? Uh, serious. <laughs> serious and we got so the barrel and the um the barrel and uh and the the muzzle device came from um uh, came from franklin armory and so so did the upper and lower that i used for that build <clears throat> but and and it's a pretty beefy it's a pretty beefy muzzle device that they sent uh but it still was gave some serious kick when you guys see it i mean it really kicks when you shoot it and then also the recoil so it's a pistol and we use the um oh what is that thing we use the uh the tail hook we use the tail hook brace so with the tail hook brace if you open it up and try to hold it out in your hand like that it doesn't it doesn't cycle so when it you've got to put it on your shoulder and then it cycles properly so um yeah it's pretty <laughs> Yeah, it's no, it's no joke. Um, it's got to get some other, like a different kind of, uh, of pistol brace, I think, needs to go on it. So that it's so, more comfortable to shoulder it. Go ahead. What's I, that? I've got a tail hook. That's what I originally had on that AR pistol. Mm -hmm. They're not bad, but the new SB braces are just so good. Like they're fairly minimal and they're softer <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah uh, i think the tail hook works in certain situation and then i think this the uh the sb braces work in other situations depending on what you're going for if you're going for some kind of comfort and you know you're going to put it in the shoulder i would probably go with the with the sb brace for sure are case. you using walter's setup with the tail hook uh, no, no, I wasn't using his. Um, that's probably another thing because I just think the way that it sends it back on his is better. I was using, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it was a very long uh, tube. And then it just had that thing and everything was just traveling, boom, right back on that. That so sounds like, change it. It, it, like it looks like a regular AR stock almost, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the one I have and I really don't care for it. But like on a setup like Walters or like the one when they use it to mount to like a Scorpion pistol mm -hmm. or Yeah. Make yes. a lot of sense. It's a completely different deal. But I mean I think like I agree with what you're saying. I think the S V braces are good in a lot of I mean what they're doing with these things is kind of ridiculous now, man. I mean why they should just drop uh, SBRs. Like why even <laughs> SBRs and suppressors, gone. Uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why even do it? All right, let me share this with you guys real quick while I have, like, all of you here. I'm going to throw up something that just came in yesterday. I've, I already have shot this gun and done a bunch of videos, but check that out. Now, I'm officially, thanks to Gun Prime, the owner of my own kel RDB. Yes, there you go. This is the 17-inch version here. There you go. What do you guys think about that, huh? That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a I'm a bullpup guy. I know not everyone out there likes the bullpups, but I like it. You know, there we go. Huh? I like I like that design a lot, but I just I don't 100 percent trust Caltech. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ooh. Yes, you know, I mean, I understand that. 
I think um, there are some issues with that. I have to, this one just came in, so I don't know. I don't think they made any improvements. When I originally tested them, if you put in a GI mag um, and you suppress it, if you put in a GI mag unsuppressed, everything's fine, works great. If you suppress it, then those gases uh, unseat the uh, GI mag. So you'll have some issues there. Um, that's the only thing that I really saw that's wrong with these. And then um, there's no cutie points and stuff like that. Um, I know I, I put 500 rounds through it the first time I got one, uh, that, that like a street model, something that was actually going out to stores. And we didn't have any issues other than what I just said. Now, maybe I've heard that some people, maybe when they go to the shows and they see Caltech, they have some issues when those guns are running all day. <laughs> Um, and, you know, obviously I think there are guns out there that you can run them all day and just throw some lube on them and there's no issues without a doubt, right? I don't know if the way that a system like this is set up that you can just have a bunch of people going through and shooting them all day and it's just going to work perfectly, I think. I think somewhere in there you probably have to clean something that has a little bit more complicated system, if that makes any sense. How much... Do those get, those are right around a grand, right? Um, I think on Caltech says the retail is um, like around twelve hundred, but Gun Prime has these for less than eight hundred. Yeah. yeah, and you think about it though, if you're buying like an AUG, a Tavor, uh, Desert Tech, anything else out there that's bullpup, besides, is it KE Arms or who had? Um, KE Arms has a really good bullpup. I have one of those, but it's gonna it's gonna come close to two grand, depending so, on what you get. So, I, I wish Keltech, and I would I would really love it if Keltech came up with like two divisions of their company, one that took their innovative designs and does what they currently do, and another one that took it and just perfected it. Beat it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we all wish that, Harrison. <laughs> Let's be honest. The, what you have right there is more than good enough for 90, 98% of people, maybe 99. Mm-hmm. But then 10, 20% of people are willing to pay two grand for that design more. with better quality components. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like the MDR, for example, I think that's kind of expensive. I'm not a fan right now. I don't know if they've really um, gotten all their problems solved. Uh, I think that. The, the ones that are good out there, obviously the AUGs are pretty good, right? They've been out for a long time. I think the Tavors are pretty good. And then I think the Keltec uh, is a step above a bunch of other guns that are out there, even ones that are more expensive. Um, I'm not going to say that when it comes so the, um, you know, we were talking about the uh, K&M M17, for example, has a way better trigger. I think the trigger on this one's good, but it could be improved. So yeah, it would be nice to see maybe um, if it's not going to be Caltech, maybe some company out there. I think N Carbo, M Carbo has some stuff for that, and there are a few other companies that make parts for Caltech don't, things. Don't they have a patent on the uh, the ejection mechanism? Um, they pro- they probably the have a patent. Thing. Yeah, they have it. They probably have a patent on a bunch of stuff in in this gun. Let me uh, hold on a second. Shooting Gallery Northeast just says Keltec should make the sub two thousand uh, in ten millimeter. Yeah, that that could happen. So yeah, it it's got a kind of like a, a really cool system, right? So so bullpup, everything is happening from back here, and uh, with this, the shell casings and all that are going back and traveling and coming down from right here. So it's rear wood 
downward ejecting with the shell casings. So, um, yeah, that's, that's something I think that's pretty unique, and they probably um, have some patents on that. And the other thing that happens with, uh, with Caltech, I don't know if you know this, but they kind of make their guns where you can only strip them down to a certain point. If you try to go beyond that, you're probably going to break the gun. That's honestly probably pretty smart on their end. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to, you know, for people reverse engineering them and stuff like that, I think they're trying to avoid that. It, but it kind of makes it difficult to go, like, how far can you go making accessories for the gun, right? That's where well, it becomes an issue. And that's where I wish companies like Keltec would just say, all right, if you're if you're legit or semi-legit, look at what Magpul did with the M-Lock. Mm-hmm. If Keltec were to say, all right, we're going to do... You know, we're not going to make it easy for you to make a receiver, but we're going to make it easier for you to make every other part, I- any kind of accessory, cheek rest, hand guards, triggers, anything like that. We will provide you technical drawings, everything to sign an NDA. I think it'd make the gun more successful. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're that open. Hootie Hoot, do you have any experience with the Caltech stuff? Yeah, so... Is it good, I, is it good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> I represent the poor most places I go. <laughs> He's a man of the Hootie Who is a man of the people. Uh, that's absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, but the, the two I have shot, I did a bunch of videos thanks to my buddy Tim who's in the chat. Oh, um, cool. Shout out to, uh, to which who is it? But okay. Was, mm-hmm. uh, CMR, so the 22 mag pistol and the 22 magnum carbine. Okay, you tried those out? Yeah, and they're good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they shoot, they work good. 22 right. mag, I'm a big 22 magnum fan. Yeah, me too, uh, man. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. The CMR and the PMR, they're a lot of fun to shoot. Yeah. Made by yeah. The PMR, I mean, that came out first. It's a great pistol. I really like it. I don't, you know, you have the, um, what is it called? The uh, oh. rim lock? Huh? holds 30 rounds in a pistol yeah yeah the only thing i would say with that is you sometimes have a rim lock issue because 22 magnum tends to be soft i don't know if you came across that so i would never really load it to 33 rounds maybe i would do like 30 or a little bit less than that but i mean still man if you do like 25 28 rounds what other 22 magnum pistol can hold that many rounds none that i know of yeah yeah. And then the CMR was really awesome. So I've got, I think I've got two PMRs and one CMR. Uh, and the CMR is a pretty cool gun itself. The only thing I know, like for example, the uh, the PMR, the pistol, you're not supposed to put a suppressor on that. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it can't, it can't really handle it. It's a very light, they're very light guns, super light. Oh yeah. I, th- I think the pistol is 14 ounces. Yeah. I mean, why anything? Yeah. So putting a suppressor on it, I know people have done it. I've even done it, but that's technically, I think even Caltech will tell you that'll easily blow it up. The CMR, you're supposed to be able to do that. Um, you know, so, and I've done that, and I think that, you know, that should usually be good. Something could still go wrong there, just the nature of uh, 22 Magnum and. Um, and how a lot of this stuff works. Uh, and then they came out with a 22 pistol. Have you shot that? I have not. Nope. Yeah. I've seen it, but I haven't yeah. shot it. Um, I only shot it at SHOT Show at the Media Day, but that looks that thing looks really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and that's supposed to... That one, you're supposed to be able to put a suppressor on it, so... Uh, What's the 
What are the specs on the 22 pistol? Uh, let me see. I would have to pull them up to tell you the exact I think, specs. I think that one holds 33 rounds. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's the same round count. Let me see. Well, the the 22 mag is 30 rounds. Yeah, and um, I know that they're. I think they're out there already. Yeah, you I have. Yeah, I haven't gotten my hands on. Uh, so is it still lightweight? Oh yeah, it's very. It's the uh, the pistol's very lightweight. Uh, let me see. I see the thirty three, and I see the I see the CP thirty three. Yeah, that's oh. it. Yeah, that's it. The CP thirty three. So here, let me see. I'll roll that. I'll roll that in for anyone who wants to take a look at that. Actually, wrong thing. Let me. There we the, go. The weight unloaded on this is almost twenty four ounces. Yeah. Uh, it's ambi. I've held it. I've shot it. It's it's a pretty cool gun. I don't own one yet. I've got to get my hand on one. My hands on one. So uh, I think I think you can get. It says sixty six rounds. Am I reading that right? I think so. I think they have some quad stack. It says the quad stack thirty three. Sixty six rounds of twenty two. Oh my gosh. If that feeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. So you'll have to stack up all the paper plates and see if 66 rounds of 22 can get thrown. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine that, man? And then make that full auto. <laughs> I think I need a loader because I'm not going to sit there and load. <laughs> You've got kids, right? <laughs> Not that we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Archangel says maybe Caltech should make a PMR bullpup. Um, yeah, that I don't know if they. You know what they 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 come out with some stuff. I haven't seen them really put out the last new stuff they put out was this pistol, which I think this is a really good idea. I'm looking to get my hands on. What was the price on this? Did they put the price in here. Oh, four seventy five. Are you seeing those in any stores yet, Hootie Who? You probably haven't. Have you seen those out there? Uh, I don't go into any gun stores except for my okay. own FFL heavy okay. metal guns. Woo And oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. We got a bunch of questions coming in here. Justin Landfeld says, "Can you discuss tungsten guide rods and if they're worth the money and effective?" Anyone have any uh, opinions on those, the tungsten guide rods? Uh, uh, my my buddy shoots a lot of competition. The Humble Marksman is his channel. Check him out. He's got some videos on it. And I'll, the guy is not into modding your guns excessively. Mm -hmm. He seems to think once you get to a certain skill level, the tungsten really does help calm the gun down a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really make those kinds of mods, so I don't know. He's uh, a master. He's a master class uh, USPSA shooter in both mm -hmm. production and carry optics. So he's a skilled shooter. I trust his opinion on that. Oh, okay. And what was the name of that? Uh, what was that channel? Uh, the Humble Marksman. Humble Marksman. Okay. So yeah, I definitely recommend you go check that out if you want to get some info on that. Uh, Reverend Gunn says, "Do you guys remember the?" He says Colico, but I think he he wants to say the Calico 100 round 22 pistol. 
I think they did a. If it's calico, they did a nine millimeter also, right? I don't know I don't if you know. ever you guys ever saw that. I haven't, but I did meet Reverend Gunn. He came into my gun store the other day. Oh, cool! Yeah. All right, shout out to Reverend Gunn. Um, someone said that uh, Timmy BMN says the new Taurus twenty two looks super crazy good. Yeah, I'm sure you guys all like twenty twos, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite twenty two, Hootie Hoot? Well, I only have one. Oh, okay. Well, if we're talking about twenty two LR, I've got a Ruger ten twenty two. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, a Savage ninety three. Okay. Okay. Oh, so you only ha- you only have what is that crunching noise? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, I forgot. I had more twenty twos. Yeah, I, I that's what I'm about to say, man. How do you? How, <laughs> what are you got, talking about? I, I I'm over here representing the poorest. <laughs> but uh, this, I've got an this whole thing, the poorest. I know that's like a thing now. That's like a meme, the poorest. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I saw Guns and Gear talking about that the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got an M and P twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the uh, you, are you talking about the pistol or the rifle? Pistol, yeah. Pistol. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And then uh, I've got a, a couple of those Heritage Rough Rider twenty twos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that. Yep. Those Heritages are a lot of fun for the money, and they're on Black Friday. You can always find them for ninety nine bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My buddy's got one, and we shoot the hell out of that thing. It's it's a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. What's uh, what's your favorite twenty twos that you have, Harrison? Or do you have twenty twos? I don't know. Probably uh, making assumptions. I've got a, tw- I've got a twenty-two LCR, you know, revolver that I carry with me when I'm running. Okay. And it's it's really lightweight. It's like twelve ounces loaded. Mm-hmm. So I can carry that without a belt and not have to sacrifice anything. And at three yards, as crazy as that sounds, I can have you could, you could tag something up. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Point point three second splits. So three rounds in a second, and they're all within a quarter. Yeah. And gun like that, that's what I expect out of it. I can shoot somebody in the head, or I can shoot. I'm more likely to, have to shoot a rabid, you know, coyote or a skunk or something than I am. A mm-hmm. person, but mm-hmm. it works for that. And the uh, when I've got a Ruger SR22 and a Browning Buckmark, I've got a high standard, which is an old nine shot. I got that from my papa. That's a nine shot revolver with like imitation stag grips. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweet. That's probably my favorite, just because it was my papa's. But out of mm-hmm. the modern ones, the Browning Buckmark, man, that thing is a shooter. I took my buddy's buck mark before i got mine and i had a clay pigeon at 125 yards with it like yeah i kept on trying to do it after that i got cocky and i I missed with i went through a box of ammo but all those rounds were pretty dang close to it Mm -hmm. those those buck marks are just tack drivers how um how old is that gun what the which one the one you got from your granddad uh, I think looked up the number. It was sometime in the mid '60s. I want to say 1967. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so some comments about uh, Hootie Who representing the poor. 
Timmy BMN says you can't represent uh, the poor without a heritage, 22. And then Brick says, uh, this guy talking about pores when he just purchased a Barrett 50. Yeah, okay. He's being sarcastic. Also, listen, everyone could choose what to spend their money on, right? Well, I'll tell you straight up, Hank. I, I'm a black and white guy. Mm-hmm. I put that Barrett on a credit card just mm-hmm. to make YouTube videos. That's how yeah, crazy there's, that. Not, there's nothing wrong with that. You know? Listen. I told my we're going to get rich off YouTube. I'm going to go buy a Barrett on the credit card. Yeah, just... Okay. Just because just because you have some one or a couple of expensive things, that doesn't make you rich. You know, I think one of the things is is that if you really want something, you can spend the money on it. I'm sure you made sacrifices by doing that. There was something else that you couldn't have. It's not like you just went there and you were like, Hey, I'll take a Barrett and I'll take this and I'll take that and that and that and that. Well, you can appreciate this too, because I know you're a car guy too. Uh-huh. My daily driver is a 96 Ford Ranger with 315,000 miles on it. Oh, oh, geez. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I appreciate the hell out of that. <laughs> it leaks all everywhere, but it still gets me to work every day. Yeah. Listen, everyone, when it comes to money, this is the thing I tell people. You, you, you figure out the things you really want to spend money on. There's some things I don't spend money on. There really, there's really some things I'm like, I, I don't care about that. I'm not going to spend. I only spend money on that thing if I have to, and I'll get the cheapest whatever. And then there's certain things that I spend money on. Think about it this way. If, you, if you're out at a restaurant or someplace in public and you use a bathroom, it's pretty cheap toilet paper. Now, in your house, how's the toilet paper? That depends what your relationship is with your butt. If you have, <laughs> if you have a good relationship... <laughs> Right. If you like your butt, <laughs> you want to keep it that way. Maybe you get some nice toilet paper. Maybe you look around, get some deals, get something that's nice, you know. But I think that's the thing with a lot of other things. If you're into guns and not even all guns, like there's guys who are into guns, but typically like let's say um, they're AR. They don't spend a lot of money on that, but they like a 1911. They'll spend money on that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. And I'll tell you this, I've got buddies that make anywhere from 30 grand a year to 100 grand a year mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how similar their lifestyles actually are when you just account for their call you know i've got one buddy he worked pretty much entirely through high school and then he worked 60 hour weeks while he was going to school mm-hmm. and he saved up enough money bought a cheap house for cash has no house payment mm-hmm. he only makes around 30 grand a year but he arguably has a better quality of life than my buddy who makes close to a hundred and is paying $1,200 a month in rent for an apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And it has $30,000 in school loans. Yeah. It really depends on, on what you're into. I think like uh, Hootie Who was saying about the car thing. I mean, that's pretty much why I bought a ridiculously expensive car that I cannot uh, afford or barely able to pay for. But I did it because I like cars. Uh, I make content and I was like, oh, I'm going to get this car. And then make content around it and other cars and stuff like that. But it's a, it's a kind of a sacrifice thing that you do. I do it with guns as well, you know. Um, more so when I started, and even when I started, some like these. I remember my my. You guys don't even want to know what I paid for my KSG, because today you can get a Keltec KSG for like six hundred bucks, six seven hundred bucks. You know, um, I decided to get mine in the firearm again when I thought they'd you'd never be able to get them. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, you know all hell was about to break loose and i think i paid uh you know over fifteen hundred dollars for mine so yeah and a sneak peek for the everybody in the chat that's from my channel i see a bunch mm -hmm. of them mm -hmm. not this weekend but next weekend i'm planning on chopping the top off of my ranger it's just going to be a coupe oh nice okay you never know that video might help you get a new car that's so important. Are, are you are you going to get a new daily driver after that point? <laughs> you better you better get one. Well, it's summertime, so but oh, yeah, okay. my wife just got a new car two weeks ago, so I'm debating on keeping her hand me down or just having her take me to work when it rains. What's her? How old, tall what? are you? What? How tall are you? I'm six six. Yeah. I'm just imagining you at six six riding <laughs> with like sticking out of that rain. In a low low in a low low ranger. <laughs> Thunderstorms, rain coming down. Yeah, are you gonna yeah. drop it? Are you gonna drop this ranger or put it on bags or something? Yeah, it's a four wheel drive. I'll probably just leave it like it is. Mm hmm Okay. It's not putting bags and all that kind of money in it. Yeah. You'd have more money in the bags than you'd have in the ranger at this point, what it's worth. True. What, um, so here, okay, let me ask you this. Are you into cars? Oh, yeah, big time. Okay, so I think I probably asked you this before. I'll ask again. What car would you get if money was no object? So I would get one to one like I previously had. So I'm a Chevy truck guy, but I have three Ford trucks just because Fords are cheap. But uh, my grandpa had a C10, uh, 64, I believe. Mm -hmm. My dad one. I had a 65 GMC that we bought before we had kids, and it was real fast and slammed on the ground. I mean, a 65 GMC, if you know what that looks like, it's a sweet truck. 65 GMC, I think I can imagine. I can imagine. But, what Did it have a big grill? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Oh, okay. Grill, but oh, okay. Before when we started having kids, I said let's sell the hot rod, mm -hmm. but it. If money weren't an option, I'd get another early 60s Chevy pickup and mm -hmm. work on it with my kids. And okay. All right. Yeah, I respect that. So you're not... My, that's, that would be number one. Number two would be a Corvette. Corvette's okay. in the dream somewhere, too. Oh, Corvette. Okay, yeah. You said you're a Chevy guy. Um, Corvette uh, C7 or C8? I know the C8's going to be like uh, mid-engine and real sexy. Or sexier. The, the Corvette's sexy looking. Huh? Depends on how much money's in the bank. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. I said money was no object here, man. I mean, okay, money no object. Honestly, I might go to the to the early nineties. I like that body style. Oh, okay. Which yeah. most people probably think is funny, Dougie, but yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about you, Harrison? Money is no object. I don't well, know if you're a car I'm, guy I'm not or not. I'm not much of a car guy, but I do like trucks and SUVs. So if money's a little bit of an object, I'd probably go with a uh, 2019 or 2020 F450. 450. Diesel, okay. of course. All right. All right. And if, <laughs> if money's no object, it's Harrison a Harrison knows how to go big, by the way. He knows how to go big. <laughs> it's a tie between the Mercedes AMG 6x6. Mm-hmm. 
which those are around 1.3 million, I think, I right now. I thought you weren't a car guy. I thought you weren't a car guy. You I'm not a it. car guy. I like <laughs> what, SUVs what? and trucks. Uh, whatever. Or a Land Rover Defender 110 or one, probably the 130 Huntsman. Or no, it's the 160 mm-hmm. Huntsman by Con Design. I'll have to text you or share on Instagram mm-hmm. what that looks like. But those are absolute beautiful. Is it an old school Defender? Old school yes, but okay. with all the import laws, I mean, it's impossible. I mean, it, to get a stock Defender that's not in great shape, you're in the U.S. No, it's it, but you're looking at sixty, seventy grand minimum. I think they are working on one though. They are working on making a new Defender that we sh- may be able to get here in America. They are, but it doesn't. It's kind of like a Dodge Charger mm-hmm. today versus mm-hmm. yeah, back yeah, in the day. versus it, the old school ones. Yeah, yeah, I like the old school. Yeah. Uh, Richard Hughes says Toyota MR2 with a 600 horsepower K24 engine. Jeez, that thing will be light, light and fast, light and fast. Liberty and Lead says 69 Barracuda. Okay, all right. See you guys. Let's see. Uh, Billy Phoenix 55 five window Chevy. Uh, I'm getting, let me see, I'm getting other cars coming. Do you want to revise your thing, Hootie Hoo? You want to add some cars to your dream list? No, no, I like my old busty stuff. <laughs> Kathleen Music Lover says 58 Corvette. Very nice. Listen, if I was going to go to like an old school car, I always wanted a 1972 Mustang Mach 1. Always wanted one. Um, just like what's in uh, James Bond, uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Actually, all right, this is where I become a car guy. Mm-hmm. I love the Shelby Cobras. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love to own the Porsche that Steve McQueen drove in the opening scene of Le Mans. Okay, okay. That's uh, nice. yeah, yeah. Those are those are some cool cars. Probably very expensive. Paula Gunstreamer says thousand horsepower ZR1. They're they're talking about Boosted Boys in the chat. I follow those guys, Boosted Boys. Oh, okay. They used to represent the poor, building cars in the garage. Now they're rich off of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's like the lottery, though. Everybody doesn't get rich off of YouTube. I could testify to that one. Yeah, it's not as too. easy. It's not as easy as it sounds. I don't know what's the name of the guys. There's some guys out there that are like getting old or or, or uh, wrecked uh, or salvaged uh, Lamborghinis and stuff like that and rebuilding them on YouTube. I can't remember those guys' names. Um, I know you're talking about, but I can't think of it either. Yeah, I thought they were in like Tennessee or North Carolina, someplace like I that. I thought well, just as many car people as I do gun people. Yeah, yeah. Paula Gunstreamer says 67 Shelby Cobra. Okay. Yeah, we can keep it coming here. Lots of lots of badass badass rides out there. There's so there's so much cars. Let's see. Special K 67 Mustang Fastback and McLaren P1. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, Apple Byte says 69 Charger or 70 GTX. Uh, Jafari Land says get a Datsun. Mm. And if you're if you're going old school, you have to get a manual. Yeah. If I was gonna go old school um, Japanese, I would want one of like a ninety, maybe a ninety six uh, Toyota Supra. How, how can you go Japanese? I just don't get it. What's wrong with that? Oh, Japanese. I'm cool with the Japanese. Yeah. A friend of mine has an NSX and brings it to work Ooh, all the time. The, the old school one? Yeah. I love those, man. The, the old school yeah. NSX. Yeah, that's cool. 
I want American muscle or European things. <laughs> I like I all cars. Huh? Listen, if the Japanese make... Well, they did make guns, and they're not really that good, but... <laughs> but I think the Japanese guns are expensive, right? Yeah. Uh, well, J I think Japanese are making the Hawas. They make most of the stuff for Browning now. Mm -hmm. A lot of Winchester stuff. That's all made in Japan. Um, what is the... Is, what's that? Isn't there... Is the World War II Japanese gun the Nambu or something like that? What is that? Someone here knows what I'm talking about. I thought those things were really rare and expensive to get your hands on. Um, obviously, the Japanese are out of the gun-making business. Now, I don't think they're 100% out, but they're out. Uh, so, okay, what about dream guns? What about dream guns, guys? Money is no object. Uh, let's start with Hootie Who. Money is no object, Hootie Who. Buy whatever you want to. You got that YouTube, the specialized YouTube credit card, platinum or, or you know, black. You could put whatever kind of money you want on there. What would you get? So, really, I, I have a lot of the what you could call dream guns, but I would say I would get a Beretta 92 FS, which only costs like 600 bucks. Okay. I really those. Uh-huh. And I would get an AR pistol in every caliber. Five-inch barrel, every caliber. Okay. That's probably what I would get. You're not going to get any machine guns? Uh, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Then I gotta buy the ammo for it. Oh, okay. All right. So you, so basically, your dream—you don't need to uh, blow up on YouTube to get the, the guns you're trying to get. Yeah. yeah. I might get that '92 for Father's Day. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Hint. 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 Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, honestly, you know, I don't think that uh, Hootie Who has good options here we're gonna have to help him out please that's not very exciting <laughs> yeah people help help hootie who out put some good options for him when he blows up on youtube and money's no object for the guns he's gonna get please help him harrison <laughs> what about when you? i was like maybe 12 years old steve mcqueen's guns went up for auction mm-hmm and they went up for a price that surprisingly was pretty much blue book on the guns didn't really take his name into account, yep. To this day, I regret not hassling the hell out of my dad to let me cash in everything I had. Wow. Like sell my piggy bank, sell everything to try to buy one of those guns. Cause some, I think one of the guns went for like 2,200 bucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's affordable. So I'd love to own just one of Steve McQueen's personal collection guns, John Wayne, uh, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr. Dean Martin, I think it'd be really cool to have a gun from each of those guys. Okay. In that era. That, not really a specific guy. Hey, you just can't, you can't narrow it down. You can't. Yeah, yeah. So Billy Phoenix says, yes, there was a Nambu and a baby Nambu. So those are the Japanese guns. Um, there's a ton of guns coming up here. Reverend Gunn says, the gun that killed Lincoln. Uh, very tiny little uh, Derringer. I saw a reproduction of it when I was in uh, Hollywood at the uh, Independent Studio Services. Uh, actually, a pretty cool-looking uh, gun. Let me see. There's a bunch. 416 Barrett, Dream Rifle, 45 Luger, 905 Gatling Gun. Gatling Gun on my list. Hootie hoo. You could steal it if you want to, but you know you you got to share the Gatling Gun with me. 
Huh? Yeah. Gatling gun, mini gun. I got to get a mini gun. You know? I just thought of something. Let, let me go back and add two real oh, quick. Oh, okay. Yes, please so, do. Somebody in the chat mentioned the 5080. Yeah. Hold on. There was a bunch of crunching coming in, probably from uh, Harrison. Go ahead. Say that again. I do enjoy shooting the Desert Eagle in 50AE, even though that's kind of a, uh, what's the word? Everybody mm -hmm. does that. Mm -hmm. But the the BFRs, mm -hmm. I had a 3030 BFR. Mm -hmm. Absolutely loved it. Okay. I wish I had that thing. So I'd probably get another BFR, probably a few of them, one in 500 Magnum, one in 3030. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, which makes cool stuff. Yeah. I've got one I want to add to my list. Okay. Go ahead. A Colt, original Colt Walker. Okay. That would be cool. Colt. That's the original single action or what are we? It's a black powder. It was the okay. first like big four. Most of them were. Uh, it, it actually had, it was like the most powerful handgun in existence up until the time the 357 Magnum was invented, I think. Mm. Or at least revolver. Mm hmm. Yeah. See, I'm going to tell you guys. So you guys all know Jay Leno, right? You're aware of Jay Leno and his, yep. his garage that he has for cars. Yep. If money was not an object, I would have that car garage and I would have a um, like a, a firearms manufacturer of my own to just make whatever guns. I, I'm getting everything full auto. OK, I'm getting if I could have my dream. Don't tell Lola this. I would basically put like. I would have three buildings, three big warehouses. I'm gonna tell you the guys the middle warehouse in a second. But on one side, I would have the garage with all the cars. On the other side, I would have the, uh, you know, I would have the uh, the manufacturer of the gun, so I could have every full auto that I wanted. And in the middle, I'm gonna have Hank's Gentleman's Club. Boom, <laughs> smack in the middle. That's what. I, that's a, That's how I would burn up all my money. <laughs> that's almost like a. Like a better version of Jesse James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe nicer. Jesse James is not so nice. He's not so nice. I've never met him. Yeah, uh, good for you. <laughs> my my advice to you is uh, just watch him from afar. <laughs> You'll be better off. If you see him somewhere, just look at him from a distance. Don't approach. <laughs> uh, he, has, he sent me a DM on Instagram one time. Oh, really? Oh, cool. What did he say? Yo. Ammo Inc. has the Jesse James branded ammo, and I, I did a video with the Jesse James ammo, and he just sent me something short, like, cool, mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. Oh, that cool. All right. All right. That's cool. So Richard Hughes says, Hank, you have a firearms manufacturer of your own, Walter. Uh, no, Walter works for himself and sometimes with me. Yes, if I had the money, Walter would have to work for me. I would be the boss of Walter. You know, he would just have to be there making my guns. Because I'm making everything full auto. You name it. I'll have freaking muskets that are full auto. I would figure out. <laughs> I feel I, like Walter would enjoy that. <laughs> it can be done. You can make a musket full auto, but uh, it's going to be a little complicated. <laughs> Get dirty yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kiaski says middle garage is women. That's not technically what I'm saying because Lola might be listening. I said gentlemen's club. It's all, just yeah, call it a cigar and bourbon <laughs> yeah wow. there you go yeah cigar and bourbon lounge good one thanks Harrison uh, there will just happen to be some very lovely ladies working there giving people their cigars and their bourbon 
that's all. I don't, you know. Um, what can I say? You know, the dudes, they'll, they'll, I promise you there will be dudes working in the other two things. If I, if I had my way, I would actually have, I would have the ladies working on everything. I would have lady gunsmiths, you know, ladies working on my cars. That's it. I don't really need to see, I don't need to see the dudes too often. You guys can come visit me, but you know, they'll give you a special timer and they're like, this is all the time you get. When this buzzer goes off, you gotta go. Yeah, yeah. I know that sounds cold, guys, but you know, that's that's just how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it like uh, who was it? The what was it? Uh, wasn't it? Um, what's the name of the guy from Libya that he had the uh, his bodyguards were all <laughs> were all Gaddafi. Women. yeah, Gaddafi. <laughs> Did you know that hoodie? Who his whole his, his yeah his inner circle Gaddafi his inner circle bodyguards were all women. Huh. Yep, yep, yeah. So, you know. He's a pretty interesting guy, I think, yeah. once you – very interesting character from what I've heard. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't want to go out the way he, he went out. <laughs> That's definitely not a fun thing, the way that he went out. But, yeah, he did some uh, some things. Len Holt says, is this Fantasy Island? Yes. See, you know, Hootie Hoo, he's a good guy, man. He's He's simple – and all that kind of stuff, salt of the earth kind of guy. Me, you don't want to give me money. I, I burned that money a long time ago before. You know, I burned that money when I was in the third grade. <laughs> I, I wish you could play like a virtual, you know those games where you trade stocks like in real time, but you don't have any money mm -hmm. in it? I wish you could do that like if you won the lottery. And it'd be interesting to see Hank play and then Hank and Lola play. Oh, like. Uh -huh. Yeah. To see the difference in the results there. Lola's totally different from me. Yeah. Lola will have that money. That money is going to go many generations into the future. Double, tripled. Hank broke within six months, but a lot of cool stuff. Before they said, before they get my check to me, I would have already spent everything. The truth of it is, so let's say, like, if in a real situation like that, if I really uh, made any kind of money or whatever, I would have to just give Lola her half up front. And, uh, and you guys probably think, oh, that's really nice. You're giving Lola 50% up front. The, my reasoning for that is that way she gets 50%. She can go do the right thing, invest in, do all that kind of craziness with it. I get my 50%, I get to burn. And then when I burn my 50%, I could come back and burn some of Lola's 50%. See? thinking i'm always thinking i'm here for you guys if you don't know what to do you get a bunch of money you don't know what to do with it <laughs> just let me know i'll help you out I feel like what you should do hank is make it you give lola 75 to 80 percent that makes kind of make it fair and then <laughs> do you know how much uncle sam is getting in the first place <laughs> No, no, I, I, I can't I'm do that. Saying, all, all your toys you're describing require a lot of upkeep, so you need yeah. to let her manage that portion so she can keep the income coming in to yeah. pay for all the upkeep. Well, I didn't even talk about like the submarines that I have to have, <laughs> you know, uh, various helicopters that are necessary, you know, some tanks that have to go in there, you know, maybe some airships. You know, I'd like to have one of those yachts that can become a submarine, so it can be a yacht and sail above the waves, and then it becomes a submarine, like like a Bond villain. I basically would be a Bond villain with with any kind of money, so it's probably it's probably a good thing for the planet, you know, because that's what I would do. I would basically be a Bond villain. I'm definitely not living by any kind of government rules. That's over. 
Yeah. I'm going to go get my own uh, country somewhere, like maybe either take over someplace that already exists. You know? The sad part is you really can't do that because uh, either China or the U.S. is going to side with whoever it is. Uh, I'll just get some nukes okay. and then they can't mess with me. You know, that's all you need, right? Just the threat of having some nukes. They'll be like, oh, just leave him alone. Kim Jong Hank? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no kid, you guys think I'm kidding, right? I know you guys think that I'm just making this up. You should talk to Lola. First of I, all, I, I'm very ahead. glad Lo, you have Lola. Yeah, I there's a reason. There's a reason why Lola is pretty much in charge of everything. Because, so first of all, since we met, not even when we got married, when we met, um, I told Lola that I want a warehouse. I don't want to live in a house. I don't. I don't actually like houses. I don't know about you guys, but I do not like a house. Dudes need to live in warehouses. That's what a guy like. Houses were not invented for for men. Those are for the ladies. Dudes, you, you want like the cool rustic? Tell me if I'm right here. Like the cool rustic warehouse with like a garage door that pulls up and you drive your car in and you're like kitchen and bar is right there all exposed. Yeah. 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 Maybe the, yeah, maybe there's a little loft somewhere, like some stairs that goes up and there's like a bedroom, but everything else can just be open, open floor plan. You know what I mean? I want to bring a motorcycle in there. If I'm working on a motorcycle, drag that thing in there. I don't have any clue what I'm doing. I can take it apart, put it together at my own leisure. You know, I could sit there watching TV or something or YouTube videos while I'm messing around with things. You know, I want to like my car, I should be able to bring in there and put it on one of those turntables and my car turn around. You know, I want to go to sleep looking at my car spinning. Yeah. Oh. So I've seriously tried to buy a warehouse from the time that I met Lola. And she was like, no, that's not, I'm not living in a warehouse. <laughs> so I'm kind of wearing her down, though. I'm getting her close to where she might actually agree to living in a warehouse. It's... Hey, plenty of space for the grandkids when they come to visit. Now your kids are getting yeah. older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. If I'm not, I don't think I'm getting any grandkids anytime soon, <laughs> to be honest with you. These kids nowadays, it's not like in our days, man. The kids now, they just try to, you know, they're taking it slow. What is this? Yeah. Oh, okay, Lola, will you send it to me on my phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Lola sent me an article here about, uh, let me stop fantasizing about what I would do with the money. When you guys when you guys get the money, just come to me, man. You don't know what to do with it? I'll help you out. So oh, yeah. let, let's see, Lola sent me something. I'll throw it up here on the screen. 1968 Ford Mustang that was parked over 40 years, sold with previous owner's remains inside. Oh, that's kind of... What? Yeah. Usually when you buy a used car, you get the title from the owner, but a 1968 Ford Mustang GT was recently sold with a previous owner included. His earthly remains, at least. According to an account posted to Mustang Fan Club, the rusty car had been sitting in a Flo Florida <laughs> in a Florida barn since the 70s when its owner, James, passed away a few years ago. His best friend, Bruce, asked the family if he could buy it from them. They agreed, and he moved it with him to North Carolina. Unable to get around fixing it himself, Bruce decided to put it up for sale on Craigslist, where it was spotted by a Georgia car collector named Zach Taylor. 
When Taylor went to check the car out, he noticed a jar full of ash inside and asked what it was. Bruce told him it was James' cremated remains and he could have them with the car to keep them together. Wow. Yeah, after going back and forth for several months, Taylor purchased the car for seven grand, but later decided it was too far gone for him and put it back on Craigslist, where it was recently sold to a car restoration shop in the UK for 23 grand. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want somebody else's remains. I don't know about that. Yeah. If you if you were a car collector with like a, if you were Jay Leno, it'd be a cool story to add. True. But if you're that guy, it's that's like your one classic car. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be haunted. Right? What's the there's there's a bunch of movies about haunted cars. I don't really want that. You know what was the movie with the haunted car with a um. Oh man, someone knows that movie. There's a movie where they kill this guy and then he came back to he came back in his car and he was like he came back as the car. And he was hunting them down. Remember that from the 80s? No one no one. Okay, someone out there knows what we're talking about. All right. Cool. All right, let's go to something practical. I don't know how we got This is your fault, Hootie Hoo. We got sidetracked it's because of you. So, I'm I'm blaming you for this. Yeah. That's <laughs> Let's see some other stuff that's going on. Um, okay, I saw in the news Stag Arms is moving. Did you guys, I don't know if you guys are into Stag Arms, but this is on the, the Firearms blog. Stag Arms plans exit from Connecticut. So um, let's see. Today, Stag Arms announced that its board of directors has decided to relocate the company from its current facility in New Britain, Connecticut as part of its strategic initiative to significantly improve the overall customer experience. The location of Stag's new headquarters has not been finalized, but the board has narrowed down the options to a short list of vibrant communities where there's a significant support for the firearms industry. Cool. I wonder if uh, Florida is included in that. Go ahead. A lot of companies are moving to Tennessee. Beretta yeah. moved to Tennessee not long ago. Yeah, um, Beretta moved. Um, who else? Did, did Smith & Wesson move or no? I thought they did. I don't know. Okay, I thought they were either moving or planning on locating, relocating. But they're in, where are they, in Massachusetts? No. Well, I think it's Kimber. I think Kimber moved some more of their uh, manufacturing. They'd already had some of it diversified, but they moved a lot of it out of New York okay. recently. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea for companies to move. Um, you think that uh, Tennessee could become a hub for uh, the firearms industry, Hootie Hoo? For sure. Okay. I think it already is. You think it is already? I mean, and honestly, North Carolina is as well. We've got Remington here. We've got Ruger. We've mm-hmm. got uh, Delton. We've got a bunch of small companies and larger things. Same with Tennessee. And then Wyoming now has uh, – who is it? What's the name of that company? They make bolt-action Vanguard series rifles. Uh Bolt action. Weatherby. Yep. They've got Weatherby okay. and a couple other fairly large companies. Uh, there's a lot of states that are becoming hubs for firearms manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think this is something that the industry needs to do. I, I strongly believe in this. I think the firearms industry needs to create its own ecosystem as well. 
You know, they need to get behind. I don't think they need to own, but they need to at least get behind all the platforms that are out there uh, in terms of things that are like uh, replacements for YouTube, um, things that are replacements for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, those kinds of things. We should have uh, they should get behind banking or financing for the firearms industry, you know, keep the money circulating within the industry. Um, and one of the ways to do that is to figure out where the hubs are generally in like a couple of states like we're talking about and start relocating there and all that kind of stuff in, in, to the states that are pro-Second Amendment and uh, get ready for what's going to eventually, you know, happen here. Because, um, you know, especially when things swing back to uh, the Democrat side, man, there's going to be, you know, it's going to be tough times for these guys. And I think like we were talking yesterday about... Um, there's some there's some people in the industry that had the Hillary plan, right? So back in 2016, they were thinking Hillary's going to win. They bought all these AR-15s that they couldn't sell. Lots of people are going bankrupt. That's not the way that we deal with this, you know. So I think the way to do it is create create hubs like physical things that help the gun industry, the Second Amendment community, and then do the virtual platform things as well that helps that and the banking and all that. Now, a serious question here. Mm-hmm. How long are these states going to hold out there? Because even like here in North Carolina, I can tell you we are bare. It's a weird state because all the local elections go Democrat because it's but those Democrats, for the most part, are very fiscally conservative. Mm-hmm. And are they blue dog or I, I, I've never really heard the term blue dog, so I mm-hmm. can't say they're Southern Democrats. They're okay. pro-guns. Mm-hmm. They're more or less pro-freedom. They're a holdover from. They've been. Their families have been Democrat for generations. Okay. Yeah, that's what uh, I think. Blue dog is like pro-second amendment, but they're Democrat supposedly. So that's the local election, but then at the state level, it's a little bit. It's kind of split. Like a lot of people for their state rep for all the local offices, they vote Democrat, but then for the state offices, they vote Republican, and federal, they vote Republican. But there are so many people moving in out of state, and I'm sure Tennessee is experiencing the same thing, at least in the urban hubs. Mm-hmm. And same with Texas, same – I just don't know how long any state is going to hold out and remain, maybe like Iowa. Mm-hmm. In Tennessee, all the big cities are Democrat, Memphis and Nashville, but mm-hmm. the, the state's representatives are almost always Republican. Yeah, and, I mean – yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm guessing those big cities are leaning like a margin of 70% or more, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't have those cities, not every, it can't everywhere run, you know, these these tiny, well, not tiny, but they're, they're big cities within the state, but not a huge percentage of the population, but they're basically dictating to everyone else how things go. You know, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but I mean, you look at areas growing like right now, this area, I think they're expecting to have another million people move in in the next, which is like a 20 to 30 percent population increase in the next five years. OK. In Raleigh-Durham area, Charlotte's pretty similar to that. Uh, a lot more states are moving to essentially be what California and New York is. So, why, got, so what, what is it in North Carolina? Is it people coming from California? There's a lot of people come from California, a lot of people from New York, Pennsylvania. Uh, Where they've messed everything up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they're coming for lower taxes, lower cost of living, better weather, 
uh, better economy, better jobs, everything. In a lot of cases, they're taking a slight pay cut or no pay cut, and their cost of living is going down. So you got a much better quality of life. But that's not sustainable if you're still voting the same way that you were when you were in California and New York and, and they don't see it that way though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know like in Connecticut, for example, that we're talking with stag arms, um, that's been going on for years now that people are getting out of Connecticut. Not, I'm not just talking about the companies, the people are getting out of there. They're tired of the taxes and all those kinds of things that are going on in Connecticut and there, you know, you're going to see some of these states really fall apart, you know, because um, the wealth is moving. And the problem is, like you're saying, they're, they're going somewhere else and then they're changing the ecosystem of the places that they're going to. But at some point, they've got to realize, like, hey, what we're doing is ruining everything. You know, you want everything in San Francisco. You want people working in McDonald's to make twenty, twenty-five dollars an hour, and then you, when that actually happens, it becomes uh, unsustainable for you to stay living in San Francisco. So you move, you move to North Carolina. You try to make the same damn thing happen. You won't be able to live there either. Uh, and I can tell you, like right now, the office I'm sitting in, this area, five years ago, did not have a problem with homeless. There are a lot of homeless around here now, and it's because of the city is granting organizations and stuff funding and property through zoning. Like there's a homeless shelter that is within a restricted area of a preschool and multiple neighborhoods that is against state law, but the mm-hmm. city allowed it. It, And it's all because of these policies and, you know, I'm all for helping people, but at the same time, you really want a homeless shelter where these people have not been vetted. You could have child molesters, you know, pedophile sex offenders, mm-hmm. all sorts of people. There was a guy at one point saw one of the tenants here saw a guy shooting up heroin mm-hmm. on the sidewalk. And this is an area before that homeless shelter was here would never happen. And it's the politics. It's mm-hmm. yeah. People. Some states are shipping out their homeless. I know California is doing that. <laughs> New York is doing it. They're just shipping their homeless people to other parts of the country. You know, and in a lot of cases, uh, putting them on planes and sending them to another part of the country, thinking that, hey, when they get there, they're not coming back. And then that part of the country puts them on a plane and sends them back. Well, and a lot of the issue there is we don't have the hospitals and stuff and the facilities to help them like we did, which we weren't helping them in the 60s or whatnot. But one floor of the cuckoo's nest is based off real stuff. Mm hmm. There are crazy people out there, and now they just live on our streets instead of these facilities where they were getting tortured. Mm-hmm. So we were far one way, and now we're far the other way. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you see that in um, in in where you are in Tennessee, or uh, you know where you are is like been untouched so far? Hootie who? Uh, so, like I say all the time, I pretty much stay out in the hills, right? So right. I go to. And then mm-hmm. I come home. But if you go to Nashville, there's homeless people everywhere. I try not to go to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit insane. Like, um, I forgot, I think it was a couple of years ago, they had um, NRA in Georgia and Atlanta. That was actually pretty terrible. I don't know if you uh, went to that one. No. But um, I didn't NRA. know Atlanta had that, like, level of, of problems. When was that Atlanta. that we were in Atlanta? I think it was last year. Huh? Atlanta's a lot worse than Nashville. Yeah, it's pretty bad. 
There's lots of yeah. young people just roving around out there, lots of homeless people. Uh, the folks that are working are working ridiculously hard to keep up with the cost of living, like paying for apartments or housing or taxes and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And I was like, wow, you know, what did Atlanta do to itself? You know, and, and this is what we have going on in a lot of these big cities. But no one's like waking up to the like, hmm, maybe we're doing something here. Then we need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop doing this. I'll say this. I saw I've seen more homeless people here recently. And when I was in Dallas for SHOT Show, then I saw in Vegas, or not Dallas for NRA Show, then I saw in Vegas. Okay, like, and Vegas has a lot of homeless people. It's a huge thing now. Okay, so you see, you're seeing more there. Yeah, I'm seeing more here, and I saw more when I was in Dallas than you see in Las Vegas, which you, you expect to see a lot in Vegas. Yeah, CB is saying 55,000 homeless people in L.A. I think L.A. has it the worst right now. Yeah. So if you think about that and, and they're not thinking like, hey, we created this, you know, we created My, this situation. Mm -hmm. A buddy of mine at work, his his desk is right next to mine. He was mm -hmm. just in L.A. last week for business. Mm -hmm. He said there are literally streets in L.A. that you can no longer drive a car on because the homeless are living in the middle of the street. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard San Francisco right now is probably about the worst though really maybe as wise la is but i've just heard like as far as population density san francisco's got some real issues yeah so how far does this go before people push back the other way or do we never get that do they just keep doubling tripling quadrupling down on this kind of craziness as long as the media keeps preventing conversations and makes sensationalizes every topic you know, you know, you're either 100% for something or you're 100% against it, and there's no in between. So, mm -hmm. as long as that's the case, it's just going to keep devolving. Yeah, I mean, it's like the conversation when, um, when you okay. So I know that there's, uh, I don't want to necessarily get into the whole thing about abortion, but I know that there's a there's a lot of states that are making it more difficult for people to have abortions. Right? Let's say that. And um, Hollywood has moved out of California. They're out of L.A. They're in Georgia. They're in North Carolina. They're in other states actually producing their movies here in America. But because of that, they're like, yeah, if you're going to do this in your state, if Georgia does it, you know, North Carolina does it, Alabama does it, we're not going to make movies there anymore. Where the hell are they going to make movies? You know, because they, they left they left California. They left L.A. <laughs> because of the situation that they helped create. Now where are they going to go to? You know, what's the plan? Are they going to Lithuania or something like that to make these movies? I don't need movies. It'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, they're going to go wherever it's cheapest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So their, their rhetoric is just rhetoric in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, listen. I know we're at the nine o'clock hour. We're at the nine o'clock hour here, so I don't want to. I don't want to uh, hold on to everyone uh, for too long. You know, we'll have these guys back on again, and we'll talk about it. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably start to wrap it up. Harrison, what do you want to tell the folks out there about Harry's Holsters? You sponsor the show, of course, and the code is Hank Strange, so people can get ten percent off of the site. But what else do you want to tell the folks? How can they follow you, etc.? You can find me at Harry's Holsters on YouTube and Instagram and on Facebook. Don't really have much going on on Facebook, but definitely check it out. And then uh, 
once the Sigp 365 XL gets released, we'll be doing a video on that. No idea when it's going to drop. It's supposed to drop sometime in June, so we'll see if I can get my hands on one and look forward to that. Okay, very cool. So you guys make sure you check them out there. Uh, Mr. Hootie Who. So. Yes, how can the folks out there follow you, support you? Here's, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the hardest working gun video maker there is out there. At least I say that of myself. 8 p.m. Central every single night we have a new gun video. Uh, so if you're into all kinds of gun stuff, there's a new video every single night. Uh, I interact a lot with my uh, viewers, the people that are still in the chat will tell you that. I answer every single comment. I probably spend four hours a day just answering comments and talking to the to the viewers. So I dig it. I love it. New video every night. I do a lot of videos that are simply because people want us to do them. So uh, come hang out. We have a good time every night. Yeah, absolutely. Alexander Velez, USMC 0811, says Hootie Who slash Heavy Metal Guns and Ammo. So, Heavy uh, Metal's my FFL. He's got a channel, too. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So shout out to those guys. Yeah, you know, you guys, if you can, go out there, support these guys, follow them. Uh, we are actually on Instagram as Who Moved My Freedom Podcast. You, if you search for it, you'll find it there. And I'm pretty much Hank Strange on everything else. Uh I want to thank the folks who uh, joined us here today. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I, I we, We'll be back tomorrow. I'm not sure who's coming on tomorrow for Friday, but, you know, it should be a fun show. Let me drop the end of the show. Boom. There it goes. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you thumbs up and then ring the bell so you can be notified whenever we put up a new podcast. Uh, we're also on iTunes and everywhere that you get audio podcasts. Uh, I think we've got like 75,000 downloads already, 400,000 views on this channel. Yeah, so it's growing. It's doing a little something. Yeah, we're, make it, we're making it work. Um, any last words from you guys, Hootie Who, Harrison? No, uh, I'll, I'll be watching tomorrow. I want to know okay. who's on the awesome. show. Yes, absolutely, man. I see you out there in the chat all the time. I see Harrison as well out there. Thanks to everyone from the Hootie Who camp that came over here today, man. Whenever you come in, your people are very loyal. So I, I agree with you that you, you spent a lot of time communicating with them because they're very loyal. Lots of them in here. Cool guys. Maybe uh, the next time we'll have you on, we'll just do like an open mic for those guys where they could ask you questions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, literally yeah. after this, I'm going to go make my tonight's video live. You guys are still in the chat. Oh, yeah. So, so go over there. Do you do live premieres of your videos or how, what do you do? Every single night is a premiere, yeah, oh. every night. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's a lot of work, man. I don't know. You know, you, you got to be strong to keep that going. I, I don't sleep, but I make YouTube videos. Yeah, pretty good. Harrison, did you have something you wanted to add in here? Uh, what I'll just say is everybody get out there like on the suppressor thing. You know, take the time to write your representatives. Uh it doesn't take long yeah. and try to remain somewhat politically cognizant, but at the same time, don't let it control your life. So try to find that good balance there because it doesn't do any good to sit there and pay attention to it 12 hours a day. And, you, you know, 10 to 15 minutes, if that, or five minutes once a week is a whole lot better than, than nothing or driving yeah. yourself crazy. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So check out GOA. I threw up the link again, but the there is a link um, inside of the description of this video that you guys could check out. Also, shout out to Gunstreamer. Uh, I'm going to remind you guys once again, go check out Gunstreamer. Get up on there. There's lots of uh, 
lots of guys going up on GunStreamer. We've got content over there that doesn't exist anywhere else. Um, and then for the people that create content, you know, uh, have your stuff over there just in case anything happens. GunStreamer will have it for you. They're real easy to communicate with. I think Paul's been in the chat pretty much this whole time. Uh, that's yeah. it. What's Real up? What's quick. up? Yes, yes, sir. So, Gunstreamer, say if if YouTube disappears, will Gunstreamer still have the copies of those videos, or do they just? Yeah, they're putting it on their servers, so it's not it's okay. not like a link that they're putting over there. Your videos are actually living on Gunstreamer as well, and every That's time awesome. you put up a video, Gunstreamer pulls it and puts it over there. So. Yeah, yeah, I got that set up. I wasn't yeah. sure about that. Yeah. So that's all. Yeah. yeah, and then they're also GunStreamer has something called Contributus. Um, it does work through PayPal right now, but that, that's why I was saying that we've got to figure out uh, other systems of banking that are gun-friendly. But basically, Contributus works like Patreon, so people can contribute money to you, and then you can even put some of your videos in a tier if you wanted to, and then the people who are contributing to you would see those videos. So, And they have, they have an iPhone and Android app as well. So, you know, um, th th these are really guys that are coding and doing lots of good things. What they need is they need us as content creators to get over there, and then they need the audience, and then they need the industry <laughs> to come in and do some advertising. So that's, um, I don't get anything out of doing this other than the, the uh, peace of mind of knowing that there's a gun streamer there if things go crazy. So... Um, that's, you know, that's, that's my reason why I, I push them as much as I possibly can. So, all right. I think that's it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll call it a night. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Hit these guys up on social media. If you have any more uh, questions or comments and stuff like that, uh, we'll see you guys. We're out of here. Thanks guys. Peace. See ya.